right. We are holding page Tezvav. Okay, we left off with the word Vilachain. Okay, so we're saying that there is a definite difference between the Indian of Machshava and Dibor, right? And action. So we have three, three Levushim for Hashem, which is hard to understand exactly what the difference is, which we have to definitely get into. But one thing is what we're saying is that on Shabbos, uh, so there's no Asiya, there's no Dibur, it's all in the level of Machshava. So now he goes on to say, and for this reason it's written, right, we talk about this, you, you have this uh, in Kiddush, on Shabbos morning, right, the words of Kiddush, before Kiddush, before we pick up the cup, it says, which means, right, that's from, that's from the, um, from the, uh, from the Nach, from Yeshaya Anavi, right, and is talking about the idea that basically uh, his words are not our words, right, and his actions are not our actions, and what we want, we're not supposed to be doing on Shabbos. In other words, uh, really, there was a discussion in the olden days that really speech itself should be not allowed on Shabbos. Actually, the whole discussion in the Yerushalmi should people be allowed to speak on Shabbos. That would really be interesting. Can you imagine if on Shabbos there was a rule that you couldn't speak all day? That was the discussion. Should it be that way or shouldn't it be that way? Now, we pass in halacha that obviously you can speak. But part of the halacha is really you're not supposed to speak about your own needs or things that are of chol, like uh, business or like a, I'm planning to go on a trip tonight, you know, Motzei Shabbos, we have to go to the pizza store or whatever it is, you know. Uh, you're not supposed to do that. Well, how many pizzas for like uh, a or something like that? What, what? or something like that. Some, something like a... Oh, can you talk about having a chavrusa on Motzei Shabbos? Yeah. That's a good question because really that's a mitzvah, right? Uh, but you're not supposed to make plans on Shabbos for after Shabbos. No, right? Making plans for a mitzvah. I don't know. Interesting. Uh, anyway, so the, the point is, right, in other words, your, your words that you speak on Shabbos should not be like the words you speak on the week. Here's Vahainu again. So what is he saying here, Josh? Gabriel, help him. That we were, crea- we're, yeah. we were created in Hashem's image, and therefore we too need to rest in terms of our Dibor on Shabbos. Right, we have to be like him, basically. That's the idea, right? So we have to rest, right, on Shabbos. So what are we resting from? So we see, right, there's obviously Malacha, which is action, right? That's what we've been discussing in Gemara class for the last month, right? The whole concept of, right, the Indian of action. That's why Hotzah is a Malacha. What is it called? The Malacha? Grua, right, because one of the Indian, right, when we talked about that the nothing, we're not creating anything with it, right, we're just changing the, right, there's different ways, remember that, that taste was on the first page, right, that we right. discussed about the idea, like, whether it's because we're not creating anything, or we also discussed the idea that really it's something that is so common that you could walk in your house with it, but if you take one step outside, then all of a sudden, right, so action things, right, so we know about it. 
right? So that's the Indian of action on Shabbos. Well, However, the Indian of I mean, we saw that you could do a lot of action. Right, but we what we're saying is you can't do anything. Right, that's that's why. No, what, what I'm saying most malachas are right. an action that is like that. There is actually a change in the act, in the thing itself. Masha Enkin. That's why Hotza is a, such a big discussion because they're really not doing anything. Right, you're just changing. You're just changing the. Uh, yeah, we're learning the chassidus of it right now. Hainu aidei asara maimaros because Hashem also created through speech through the asara maimaros v'yom hashvi Shabbos mehem. Then on the seventh day he rested from them. Eila he slabshus or enso lahavos vilahachios habruim vilachadesh betuva ma'ayin leyesh b'shabbos. Who bebechinas machshava levada? Why does he say here lahavos vilahachios? He keeps on bringing these two words. Tev, what do you think? No, Isaac. Maybe one is the like Mike said, one is the Tiva. Okay, that's interesting. What does Lahabos mean? To make exist. To make exist. So Lahabos is to bring something actually physically into existence. Or spiritually into existence, maybe you could say, but it's what's Lahachios? Keeping, giving it to alive. give it a life. Give it give it energy, right? To vitalize it. So you have two words here that we're constantly bringing up. Lahabos or lahachios. So what he's saying here is that the Orient Sof is, right? Lahabos or lahachios, right? Because he still has to keep the world. The world still exists on Shabbos, right? Habruim. Lachadesh betuva ma'ayin leyesh. What does it mean, lachadesh betuva ma'ayin leyesh? What is he trying to bring out with that? To renew it. Right. Every moment. Every moment. It's renewing it, right? That's the phrase that tells us that he's renewing it every moment. However, generally speaking, where do we renew it from? From Dibor. Right? But here, we're talking about something else. The is, V'shabbos v'bechines machshava levada. Machshava alone. V'kiyadua debechol hamshachas achayis lamata hua yidei levushe asiyah. Bechol. What does that acronym bechol mean? Good, excellent. Right? Dafka and Chutzla Aretz were getting energy from the world of Asiya. Uba'ar Eretz Yisrael, Aidei Levushe Yitzira. Here it doesn't mean Asiya as opposed to Dibor, it means Asiya, the world of Asiya. Right? Here in Eretz Yisrael, so that's why there's a very big difference that you feel. You feel the difference in. in, in uh, it's a very interesting idea, actually. I, like on Shabbos, you make such a big change in Chutz La'aretz that you go from the world of Asiya, right? As he's about to say, Uba Shabbos Nimshach Achayis Aidei Levushe Habria. That's 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 Chutz La'aretz. Everywhere and Shabbos, everywhere it's Bria, right? But the difference is in Eretz Yisrael, right? You're going from Eretz Yisrael, you're going from Yitzira to Bria. Right? And in America, you're going from Asiya to Bria. So you're making a big, much bigger jump, which is why it's very interesting. If you ever notice, um, when you come back to America from Eretz Yisrael, like most of us have studied in Eretz Yisrael before, uh, or spent some time there, right? Like, you feel, like, different. Besides for the fact that you miss, you know, being in yeshiva there, and you miss your friends, and everything like that, you f- and you miss, like, going to the Kaisal and everything like that. There's, like, a certain energy, like, that you don't necessarily 
you don't necessarily know what you can't put your finger on it but you definitely feel like a little bit especially the longer period of time you're in Eretz Yisrael you just feel like a little like I don't know I felt like always like a little bit of emptiness like it almost yeah. like when you come back to America it's like it's just different you know it's different than if you go like if you went to England for a semester and then you came back or something like that it just doesn't feel the same it's like that feels like much more along the same lines but with regards to with regards to Eretz Yisrael, to America, you very often, you hear it from most people, they, they, they just feel like a little bit more of an emptiness. So this is a lot of what's going on here, because in Eretz Yisrael, right, being created through the world of Yitzirah constantly. In America, you're being created through the world of Asiya. But now what we're saying is on Shabbos, it's Bria. Now, we know that Asiya corresponds to the idea of what? Asiya. Right and Yitzira corresponds to Dibor and Bria corresponds to Machshava. Okay, so now since we're being created through Bria, right? We said that the whole thing is going up, right? So therefore, there's a much more of a sensitivity on Shabbos. Right, so a person should feel that sensitivity. Now, do we feel or don't we feel that deals with what we're going to learn tonight with Kuntzavayda? How do you get that more of a sensitive uh, energy in oneself? But the point being. The point being here that what we're saying is that there is a definite change. Because there's a definite change in the source, so then we have to correspondingly act in that same manner. Because otherwise it's like it's like a busha. It's like a, it's like a crazy thing. So when a person really gets this, so then they wouldn't want to speak about their vacation that they're planning or their business deal that they're doing. It's like it, it would it would feel weird. It would feel very strange. The Sefer, right? Like it says in the Sefer, Kehilas Yaakov, Be'erech Levushay Shabbos V'yomtuv. With regards to this, this Indian. Ayin Mashikasu Be'gerasa Kaidish V'sofer Di'ramasu L'avin Mashikasu V'priyetz Chaim V'lachain Nimshach Neshama Yisera B'Shabbos. And therefore, like it says, that there's another Neshama. Now there's a whole mimer in the Kutay Torah you could look at it even in Shab- in the in the Likutei Teira of Hasidus Mavueris for Shabbos. There's a whole mimer over there that explains what's the Indian of an Ishama Yisera that happens on Shabbos. What does that mean? Like how does that come up? But in, in Dahainu, he says over here, Me'olam Habriya. It's Davka from right Olam Habriya Shehu Olam Anishamos because that's the world of Nishamos because that's the idea of Machshava. Which is in the level of Asiyah. So it's not just the people, right, that we're talking about that are receiving this energy, but it's Dafka, the world, the whole Gashmistic world is receiving this energy. You with me? Good? Clear? Yeah? Good? You just came. How could you have a question? You have to be here at least for five minutes before you can ask a question. <laughs> Goes on weiter. Yeah, everything. Everything. They, they don't necessarily feel it, but everything gets changed. Everything is changing. Yeah, what's your question? I heard that there's a Lamer Chazal that says one hour of Torah learning on Shabbos is equivalent to like a whole day during the week. And if it's in Eretz Yisrael, it's like something like that also. So like on Shabbos in Eretz Yisrael is like could be. I don't know. Yeah, so Eretz, the difference in Eretz Yisrael compared to here, it's the same. Because they're both receiving from the world of Bria. Right? 
Right. So the relative change, though, relative change, right, winds up, you feel it more. Like there's more of a distinction because you're going from the world of Asiyat to the world of Bria, right? So, in other words, so uh, we're talking about, however, the sensitivity of the person. So that we have to discuss, like I said, that's, that's more in terms of how do I develop that sensitivity in myself. You're not going to like what the answer is, but, uh, but that's, that's, that's life. <laughs> you know, may not like everything, but that's Kuntra's Avoida that we have to learn. But uh, that talks about how to develop the sensitivity. Same time, Cold showers. Quantity of, oh, the quantity don't give out all the secrets. <laughs> <laughs> what? The quantity of uh, just like people who have Shabbos there is just so much more. That, that also adds to the environment. There. It makes Shabbos there different. Um, I don't, yeah, I mean, well, I don't know. If you go to Crown Heights, you go to Borough Park, you go to Muncie, everyone's keeping Shabbos also. Yeah, I don't know. There's something about Shabbos in Israel. Are you saying that there's more of a distinction here? Yeah, sure, sense. because you're going from the world of Asiya to the world of Bria. You're jumping two steps, right? So the change in terms of change is a very different change. I mean, obviously in Eretz Yisrael, it's just a very, very special feeling. Okay, Baiter. Valpiza, Yuvan, So now we can understand what the rabbis taught us in Pirkei Avos. Asar Dvarim Nivro Be'er of Shabbos Ben Ashmashos. Okay, so now, what's going to be the problem here? How did it get created? How did it get created? If there's no asiya and there's no speech. So, ben ashmashos, what, what, what exactly, how, how is this happening? So, that's a very, very interesting question. Why is it not move on? Shabbos. Shabbos. What does that mean? Rest. He rests, right? He stops on Yom HaShabbos. Everyone got the question? Yes, good? How could he possibly be doing Malacha, right? If he's, if he's resting already. Right? What? Sure, that's a, that's a whole question, right? So we have to be very careful. He knows the exact time. For sure, he made with the ten utterances. He did create Bish. not ten utterances. Ten the ten things that were created between Ashmashos and Oh, right, right. So this is a very question, interesting question, right? I don't quite understand the question. Is it because we're not sure if it's Shabbos or the weekday? So what is he actually? Doing? He knows it's Shabbos. Right. So how could he have ever created anything during that time? Okay, so let's go. Amnam, let's skip the, skip the parentheses. Amnam, however, alpi hanal, according to what we said before, move on adavar. Now we can understand why. Keep the Shabbos, Shabbos min bechinas adibor. The nimsha chachayis min bechinas machshava. So what's the answer? Yeah, created through machshava. So these are ten things that are very special because they were being created through machshava, not through dibor and not through action so that's very interesting right Vehin, what I was talking to Isaac yesterday that like for us the idea of being able to create something with our minds doesn't even really exist so it's hard for us to right it's very it's very hard to understand how that works it's very hard because machshava implies uh, there's a few differences between machshava and dibor right so what are, what are some of the differences Machshava is within yourself. All right, first of all, Machshava is within yourself. 
So that's point one that you could say that machshava is in yourself. Dibur is the whole idea of an other. Okay, so so if you think to in Hashem, right? So it was all in Himself. So dibur is also sort of in Himself. But so then, how does dibur apply to Hashem? You could say, right? In other words, the whole the whole analogy of dibur is hard to understand because there is no place that Hashem is not. But it's in the language of Baba. Okay, so it's in the language. So what does that mean? More tzimtzum. More, more tzimtzum. So what does it mean, tzimtzum, here in this case? What does it mean, dibur? Closer tzimtzum. to like Ayla Magashmi, I guess? Or closer to let's talk Magashmi. about Let's talk about it in the mashal. Let's talk about it in the mashal. Because we always want to try to focus on the mashal because then we could understand the mashal and we could be able to apply it to the nimshal. So let's think about our own dibur. How is our own dibur different than our own machshava? So the first point you said is, is for sure true, that in, in Machshava, it's all in me. In Dibur, it's outside of me. Okay, so that's the first thing in the Mashal. What's the second point in the Mashal? It's for another person, so it's changed. So that they okay, can so it. how is it changed? So that they can understand it. So let's, let's be more graphic about that. Because what, whatever was in your Machshava becomes much more tangible. Okay, so how does it become more tangible? What? Okay, but what, not, again, what, what? What? To figure out what the receiver can handle. Okay, you can figure out what the receiver can handle. So how does that express itself? Through the mouth. All right, through the mouth, yeah. Deeper is more of symptom because you can only make five different sounds with your oh. mouth. In your mind, you can come up not with just thoughts, but images. And okay, very good, very good. So that's very good, right? You're thinking in images, but when you're speaking, I'm going to say two points on this, okay? Number one, number one, you you only have five sounds that you have to use, so you're limited to your capability of making noise, right? Masha Inkin in Machshava, you could do anything. There's no limitation. And along the same lines with Dibor, I have to limit myself to one word every whatever second, millisecond, whatever you want to say. In Machshava, it's like a whole universe, right? I'm thinking, when I think, I'm definitely not thinking in words, right? I'm thinking an image. Like, even when I'm thinking, like, uh, Tanya Balpeh, right? And some people try to, what they try to do is they, they actually visualize the words on the page. But you're looking at a page, even. Like, even, even, even like that, even when you're, when you're looking at the image of words, you're looking at the image of a page with many words, right? It's not, it's not one word pouncing, you know, in front... The whole idea of machshava is a klal as opposed to a prat, right? Dibor is a prat. But every word that I say has to be measured. You following what I'm saying? So we're, we're talking about a, a very di- big difference in terms of limitation. Now we have to understand how that's going to play out in the nimshal, which we're not there yet. But we, have to, we, we, have, we recognize, however, there's a very big difference in terms of my machshava versus my speech. Everyone's good with that? Right? Okay, let's go weiter. Ve'hine yedua. Ve'hine yedua. We also have to say, she'yesh memutza ben dibur ben machshava. Okay, now we're, we're starting to get into, we're starting to get into the development of the mimer. Okay, this is where we're going, right? Oh, so what's a memutza? Like a middle ground. Middle ground or intermediary, right, an intermediary. So a mutza has a special quality about it. It has the qualities of both sides, right? So that's the idea of a mamutza. So you have a, 
right? So you have a mutza between machshava and dibur. What is he talking about here? Think about that for a second. Now, there's a lot of discussion about this in Hasidus, and we're going to focus in on this in, in this mimer more and more, right? This idea of the intermediary between, in this case, we're talking about machshava and dibur. We had this in Tanya a few weeks ago, that it's, there's a certain level of uh, bina that is actually in chokhmah. It's also true. Oh, a certain level of das, sorry. A certain level, we call oh, it das elyon. Right, right. We're going to be talking about das elyon, das takton. That's right. That's, that's what we're going with this, right? So, so what we're talking about here is that there, when you think something, right, you have in your mind also a quality that wants to bring it out into speech. So you have to think, what am I going to say? Right, for example, let's say that you are uh, pre- making a presentation tomorrow. So what you want to do is you want to gather the information together. So you have this image, so to speak. And then you want to be able, you have to be able to limit it in a certain way to be able to bring it out in a manner which the audience will understand what it is that you want to bring across. So I want to make a, I want to say a mimer about the importance of learning Hasidus. Well, I have like a hundred different ideas in my mind why I think it's important. But I have to figure out a way to be able to bring that out in speech that the makabal, because right, like we were talking about before, the makabal, the speech is for the makabal, right? So we have to be able to bring it out in speech in a way that it's going to be received, that they're going to have something. Sometimes you hear a person speaking and he doesn't have the makabal in mind. He's just talking and talking and talking and talking and talking. And even though he may have it orderly, but he's not taking into consideration whether the Makabal is actually going to listen to what he's saying. And then you can have a speaker that is like a really developed speaker that has very, very pinpoint words that he uses to be able to really, you know, really like bang into the, or not even, it's really not bang, it's the opposite of banging in. It's like precision fitting into the Makabal that the Makabal is going to take away a message. Right? And you can see the difference between the two people. That would be on this level, this mamutsa level of understanding how to get from the image that's in my mind into the words that are going to be received by the makabal. You following what I'm saying? So he says that what is this idea? This is vanikra higayon. Now where do we say that? We use that word. We use that word in davening. Right, excellent. What are the words? Um, right. So that is the idea. That is the idea that we're, that that concept of going from image to words, that lowering down, right, is a very important is a very important quality that each one of us has, and we have to use that quality. Shehaygayon nikra machshava. So on the one hand, it's called machshava. Now, what does he want to do here? What, where is he going with this? Don't look further. What do you think? He, what does he have to do? He just told us that it's a mamutza. So what does he have to prove now? That it's a mamutza. How is it a mamutza? So what do we need for hegayon? Hegayon. It means like meditation. Well, that's how they translate it, but it's not really. That's not a really true uh, translation. Right, and we're going to learn what the medit- what the translation is now, because it has to have the qualities of machshava and, and the qualities of dibur. Right, that's what we're going to need to see. 
Okay. Now. It's a part of Machshava that it's a part of itself to the other. Right. It can be in the word of God. Right. And and it, it's Dafka, it's taking into consideration the other in order to act as a bridge to Dibor. Now remember, we want to focus on the muscle. We're focusing on the muscle. Bechlal and Hasidis. We, we spend a lot of time on the muscle and try to go into the details of the muscle because that's something that I, is tangible to me because I am experiencing it because I'm a person. But then we have to bring it back into the nimshal. That way we could understand that same quality in Hashem, which is totally intangible. Right? So what we need to do first, though, is get it clear in the muscle. And that's the way the mimer is going to go. That's so the way all mimer are going to go. So, like, for example, there are certain Maimarim, like in a Hemshech, like in Ayin Beis and whatever, but you'll have the entire Maimar will only be talking about the Mashal. And then the next Maimar will only be talking about the Nimshal. And then the next Maimar will talk only about the Mashal. And it'll go back and forth like that. Right? There are other Maimarim that you could have in one paragraph. You go from the Mashal to the Nimshal. There are other Maimarim that you'll have half the Maimar as the Mashal, half the Maimar as the Nimshal. So you have to see what, where, where we're going. Right now, what we're going to do is we're gonna, we were bouncing back and forth before. Mainly talking about the generality of these things, right? We're talking about Shabbos, we're talking about Machshava, we're talking about Dibor. But clearly he's, he's now zeroing in. I'm, I'm trying to show you the, right, what's happening here in the Mimer itself. The actual uh, blueprint, maybe you could say, of the Mimer. Right? He's zeroing in now on the Mashal, right? That's where we're going. And we're focusing on this idea of Machshava and Dibor. That's, where, that's what we're going to be, that's what we're going to be discussing. Good? Okay, let's stop here. Please go through it. And also then, like I said, I don't know, how many of you guys, you went forward a little bit, so that way you could see it? What? We're going to see. We have to learn learn what that is. Um, Also, uh, how is the Derech Mitzvah People looked at it. Okay? Okay, try to keep on track for that. What? Mitzvah Tzitzis.